following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. What is a menomina? The question is, who cares? Yeah! Yeah! Hey, you're listening to the adventure on Pumlet on W4CY3. Wake up, America! It's time for the adventures of Hype Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Hype Man. Hello, people, and welcome to the adventures of Pipe Man here on W4CY Radio, and I'm here with my pipe nuts. Hello. Hello, governor. That's not a governor. I'm Captain Nutsta. <laughs> are, are you reporting for duty, sir? I'm flying high, Sir Pipe Man. And it, who is that little nut laughing? You hear that giggling? <laughs> that would be peanuts. Sound off. One, two. <laughs> All right, where's your line, Peanut? Do you have one? I do she- have one. <laughs> My name's Peanut, and I'm ready to party. See, she's back to drinking. I'm not. Is she? Is not, she? Not the hard stuff. Yeah, she's gone down to beer. Not yet. Yeah. No, I can't do the hard stuff anymore. I make bad decisions. Who who wants to make a bet that uh, on Thanksgiving she at least does a shot of hard stuff? <laughs> what kind of Thanksgiving do you think we have? Just like that, probably. A, a redneck Thanksgiving. Yeah. I, my, okay. The rest of my family is not like me. They're very hoity-toity. First it's the turkey, then it's the wild turkey. Hey. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the... Black sheep of the family. We all know okay, that. Okay, let, let's take stock here. Okay, so... <laughs> all right, let's start with your mom. Okay. Okay. Uh, do, what type of people does your mom hang out with? All right, growing up, my mom was not like that, but recently, my mom... I'm hang- saying now. I'm saying we don't care about growing up, okay? You're grown up. I Get over ha- it. I don't hang out with my mom. My mom hangs out with bikers. Okay, so... And the shit. Would it be safe to say... That somebody that hangs out with bikers might do a shot on Thanksgiving. No, because she's working. On Thanksgiving? Oh, okay. Yeah. Where? She, my mom was at the sheriff's department. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess they don't close. Yeah, they don't. She makes, she makes sure that the outlaws don't get in trouble. Oh, hmm. Lord have mercy. Yeah, <laughs> somebody's got it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but suppose... <laughs> so I was... So speaking of party, it's not really a party, but um, I was talking with the best friend the other night, and he said something, and he said he looks like I have, mu- my name's D, and I have murder in my eyes. I-, I don't think I have murder. I asked his be- his brother, he's like, yes, 
Yes, you look like you have murder in the eyes. I don't think I look like you have murder in the eyes. I think you have murder in your voice. Maybe. Like, 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 why is it always short people you have to be afraid to approach or they'll bite your head off? That's what he said. He said when he first met me, because I asked him, I was like, why were you so weird with me when you first met me? He was like, to be quite honest, I thought if I said hello wrong, you were going to kill me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and... So I want to go back to your mom for a second. Love okay. her to death. Uh, you know, even though she made you, you know, but <laughs> but still love her anyway. Uh, so is she like the Wayne uh, in Son- Sons of Anarchy? Um, no, not at all. I didn't think for a second who Wayne was, but yeah, no, 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 no. My mom's not a cop. Oh, well then. Yeah, she's not a cop. She, she's the one that leads the cops in the wrong direction when the outlaws are going in another direction. No, no, no. She does, like, petty claim and stuff like that. Like, if your car gets towed or something gets stolen or whatever, she she takes all that information. She does, like, petty theft. And you're saying outlaws don't do petty theft? I mean, Is okay. that what you're really saying? I that they only do big thefts, so she's not involved and it's okay? Well, you said to steer them out of the way. Like, when you sit there and talk about, like, outlaws and stuff like that, I, I'm assuming you're talking about some serious crap. We're talking about motorcycle clubs. Uh, I, don't, I mean, like, I, I don't know. She's, like, she's not involved in the whole thing. She just dates a biker so when they go to dinner or something she's around the bikers but she's not involved in the club is she his old lady no she's okay. not it she's not involved in the club at all she just so he he's not a real biker he just rides a bike no he's a but i know i don't really know like what is the definition <laughs> of a real biker he belongs like there's a lot of clubs well, it's nothing there's like, the weekend bikers no he's involved in a club you got like a bunch of clubs like i know people that ride for charity i know people that ride with vets like i know a bunch of people in d- different clubs it is nothing like sons of anarchy well all the motorcycle clubs do good stuff they just like all mafia people do good oh stuff my just like all cri- all real criminals, not these petty any crack dealers and stuff like that. But the the real sophisticated criminal, they always do good stuff. You gotta do good stuff to overshadow the bad stuff. Like Robin Hood. There you go. Hmm. Okay, it's nothing like okay. You, I feel like whatever <laughs> I say is just gonna interpret into like my mom's involved in gang members, and that's not it at all. No, I'm just busting yeah. up. She she really isn't. No, uh, she doesn't. I, I, I want to say for the public record, this is all just for radio and just for fun. Yeah. So, okay. So it's nobody come kill me. It's entertainment, please. right? Yeah. It's entertainment. I just don't want to get killed. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's not, it's not even <laughs> like, like um, my best friend's boss. She rides for charity. She's a biker, and so is her husband. They ride for charity. Um, I used to be really good friends with a dude that rode with the vet um, chapter. Like he was a re- he retired from the army. He rode with the vet chapter and. I know a bunch of other biker clubs that, you know, just do a bunch of charity work. They just like to ride bikes. I I know people in biker clubs that do a bunch of charity work, too. And let me tell you, they're they're the nicest people in the world. I know. I like that. (laughs) Guess who joined us? Uh, Rebel. Swamp Nut. What up? Feeling good, and she's the one late. No, wait a freaking minute. And I had to Hold call on. her. No, 
no, no, no, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The email said you were starting the show. That is incorrect. She, he that said Rebel D and here? I. At first, I because I was in the middle of uploading interviews, I thought it was just you and I uploading the show, uh, uh, opening the show. Sorry. But if you actually read, read the it. last sentence, it says I Rebel did. and D, I this will is what start the show. Frustrates me about Rebel right here. Okay, so I'm going to read the email. Illiterate. Okay. It's, um, it says, I'm not feeling great, so I will not go live. Play the interviews I did yesterday live and let Michael do his segment live. Let him know I'm not there today. Fill in the rest of the show with other interviews and or music. Rebel ND ah. and I, I forgot to put the I, but I put Rebel DI will start the show. Rebel D, then, I will start the show. Read it like it's Okay, when it says Rebel and D, I will start the show, what do you get out of that meaning? Rebel D, I will start the show and I. Who's the I? Pipe Man. Okay, that, that would that be says me. It all. But how come D understood it? I didn't even. I. I. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I was in the middle of re, of uploading your interviews and. I half-ass read the email, uh, so I didn't know you were even going to come on at all. I was under the assumption that it was just going to be Rebel and I opening up the show. Everyone's so confused. Pay attention. It says, I will not go live. Will not go live. First sentence. That's true. Okay. Will not go live. Rebel so, D. Wait a minute. I Either will, it, like he missed the that comma. is a double-edged sword. D. Rebel and D, I will start the show, and then, Chad, please handle the rest. Well, me starting the show includes my co-host, you moron. No, well, you first said I will not go live. You know, I don't get you. You got a point what there. Did we, what did we argue <laughs> about last week? Rebel, Rebel, what did we argue about last week? Another thing you didn't understand. I have no idea. Probably. Or like, or like she'll, she'll send me prospects, and... I'll ask her, can you get me the contact info for their prospects? You know what? She sp sends me back their name. <laughs> <laughs> John Smith. And John guess, Smith. And you can guess their okay. phone number. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guess like, I asked P for the same thing. She gives me this Excel sheet with their name, their web address, their phone number, Favorite their dessert. social media, social security. their email, everything. She'll even, even if it doesn't show up, and I just have to say this because we're going to hear other excuses from Rebel. Even if it doesn't show up on the page I send it to her, she'll actually think and go, hey, maybe let's let me do some research and get and see if I can get this information off their social media or off their Facebook. website or an extra something mile. like that. Good job. You go into the contact portion of Facebook, or if it's like their uh, like a, a business page, you go into the about, and there's usually like an email in the about on their thing on Facebook. Like a bio, right? Yeah. Speaking of my mom. There she is ringing. Every time, every Tuesday, she Tell knows. Tell her to call it to the show. She's not going to do it because she's working. Not she, gonna do it. Tell she, her to call it anyway. Tell her we have a petty theft on the show. Answer it. No, I'm not going to answer it. Put it on speaker. No. Because I don't, she's been in a weird mood, so I'm not even trying to piss off Mama Bear right now. Ain't that the pot calling the kettle black? Don't stir it. What do you mean? I'm not in a pissy mood. You're always in a pissy mood. Mm. Oh boy, Except when you're go. not. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> God, I live with Pipe Man. Yeah. I don't even think she got that. Uh, yeah, meaning that you're always in a pissy mood except when you're not. Meaning I'm never in a pissy mood. 
Or I'm always well, in uh, a pissy mood. You are in a pissy mood sometimes. Yeah, I am. I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes I wake up pissy in a pissy mood. Sometimes you're unapproachable. That's always. And that's that face, too. You have that <laughs> resting bitch face always. Resting I know, That is bitch. true. My friend, um, one of my friends that I hang out with, when she first met me, she said, I was like, well, why were you so mean when I first met you? She was like, because you walked in like you, and we're talking about Renegades. She's like, you walked in like you owned Renegades and you just had bitch written all over your face. Like, well, because you walk into Renegades, like, and you look around like, okay, who am I going to punch in the face tonight? <laughs> no. It's more like, ugh, who am I going to run into? And, and Rebel doesn't have a resting bitch face. She has a resting worry face. <laughs> yeah, I just look like I'm here to mess. Oh, no, look. I'm at Louder Than Life. Let me run for the hills to watch it. That's crazy. <laughs> I know a lot of things that are crazy. What? I'm pushing people in the mosh pit. That's me. <laughs> I, I stand very far away from that thing. It's not I that know. scary. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It is for me. I'm four it foot is because you're paranoid, okay? Because you can stand on the outside of a mosh pit and nothing will happen to you. Because they have people around the mosh pit barricading the people no, no, that don't no, want to no, be in not it. not true because he took yes. me to a bar. Uh, because she didn't story. listen to me. A bar. I told her to stand. She didn't listen. She went. I told her like keep an eye out. You know, like don't act oblivious. Just like you wouldn't walk around New York City staring up at the top of the buildings. You'll get mugged. Okay. There's just a way to handle yourself in life. You know. took me somewhere. I had no idea what was going on. That's my life. Put <laughs> my back to a wall and the speaker in front of me, so no one would touch me. And yet, they come and punch me in the stomach. They didn't punch you in the stomach. You so exaggerate. Oh, my God. Getting <laughs> shoved is not getting punched in the stomach. They don't punch in mosh pits. Hate they, to tell you. It wasn't intentional, but yes, they did. <laughs> yeah, they just shove. I don't think I've actually seen they, something. Probably their so elbow much. hit you or something oh hit you and you assumed it was them punching. They slammed people into walls, a brick wall. Why would you do such a thing? For fun. <laughs> Your idea, why do you enjoy wrestling when people are throwing people on the mat and stuff? I enjoy getting in the ring. I enjoy watching it. Oh, I get in the ring. If I didn't have all these rods, I probably would be like in some sort I'd of fighter. I'd love to see Peanut in like midget wrestling. <laughs> I would do it. <laughs> Why midget wrestling? Because I'm like four well, eleven. Because she would be the big man on campus. Yeah, I would. I'm four eleven. I'm not exactly the tallest. Break it. Breaking news: Paris Hilton just ended her engagement. So whoever wants her, she's free. I didn't even know she was engaged. I Neither just, did I. Ew. I just I just saw that news just come up right now. That's so that funny because I, I just I, watched Cat in a Hat and she's in I'm, it. I am very sad though. I got some very sad news this morning. That uh, one of my favorite bands uh, just broke up. Which one? The Charm, the Fury. Oh, that is sad. Yeah, they were badass. They were. Oh man! So, Rebel, you legit just stand in a corner when you go to things? <laughs> <Stand in the laughs> you just said you did. <laughs> you said. Oh, he 
walked me into this place I had never been to. It before. was respectables, uh, D. Uh, I've never been in respectables, and I probably walked in there with my resting bitch face and all. She likes to watch. <laughs> Which, by the way, the pipe man's going to be covering on December eighth at Respectables, the DRI show. I think Rebel, you should go because it's, <laughs> it's going to be a wild show. DRI is old school punk. They started the whole crossover scene between punk and metal. So, if you want to want to get punched in the stomach, then don't do what Rebel does at a mosh pit. I miss them doing the movie night on the wall. Now they can't do it. Why can't they do it? No, they 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 got too much um, complaints or something like too much looting. People were looting around there and a bunch of other crap. I guess it was too hard to contain everybody paying to watch the. It was something I don't know. They haven't. They don't do it anymore. Well, that's a shame. Yeah, and they painted the the white wall that they used to project off of. So like got a it's pretty cool design, but they painted the white wall. And they haven't done it in a while, so I don't know. They'll just never do it, or it's just temporary. I don't know, but it's it's downtown. What do you expect? Downtown Julie Brown. So yeah, uh, I have a friend named Julie Brown. The the end of the year uh, for the Pipe Man Radio Tour, we got a couple things uh, on task. Uh, there is a possible show we're going to be doing either on the uh, November 24th or on December 1st. Have not decided yet, but we are definitely doing Respectables on December 8th, DRI. Uh, we are also looking into uh, December 15th, Revolution Live in this moment, New Year's Day. We are have been booked yesterday to do press coverage on December 17th at O'Malley's in Margate for Angel Vivaldi and Nita Strauss. If you don't know who Nita Strauss is, she is guitarist for Alice Cooper and also has the uh, band, had the band Iron Maidens, uh, which was the all-female Maiden tribute band. Uh, but she's best known also f- uh, for being guitarist Alice Cooper, and she's got her own gig going on. Uh, and it, there's one more event that we're waiting on right now that I will not discuss until I am confirmed. Um, but, uh, hey, let's do this. Captain Nutster, Aye. let's go a quick commercial break, and the Pipe Man will be right back. Here on the Adventures of Pipe Man, W4CY Radio. I'm Robbie from the Hales. I'm Franco from the Hales. I'm Andre from the Hales. I'm Dylan from the Hales. I'm Zach. I'm the drummer. You're listening to W4CY Radio. Do you suffer from low testosterone? Well, you may if you've been noticing a decrease in energy, mood, sex drive, performance, focus, and strength. Some men may also experience erectile dysfunction increase body fat and decrease muscle mass and the list goes on call the specialist at wellington md at 561-268-2880 for your personal consultation testosterone levels begin to decline at age 30 and low t affects four out of ten men over 40. contact wellington md and get evaluated today with a simple test and an evaluation you can be on your way to a better you Go to wellingtonmd.com and schedule your appointment today. 
Hey, I'm Jack Black. You're listening to W4CY Radio. Hold on. Good thing never lasts. Nothing's in the past. It only seems to come again, again and again, again and again. Again. Keep it coming. That's what I'm talking about. And I'm back here on the Avengers Fight Man W4CY Radio. We just had to make sure we uh, took a break to punch Rebel in the stomach for to give her some good re- memories. How'd that feel? Uh. What? <laughs> what the hell? Are you getting punched what? in the stomach or having a bad masturbation session? Oh, oh boy. I had to bring that up. <laughs> Speak of masturbation sessions, I'm glad you brought that up. Speak so bad. There is a woman that was in court uh, because she is suing the company, the cell phone company, for uh, her phone being stuck in her vagina. What? Yep. They didn't put it there. <laughs> it's still, it, it's no different than the guy that won millions for spilling coffee on himself from McDonald's. That's like, a woman. This is, this is why insurance rates are so high in this country, because people sue for the stupidest crap that's their fault. Like, it's ridiculous. I think that's uh, retarded. They claim like that. That's it, ridiculous. It, in more masturbation news, uh, we saw, and I, I showed it to the peeps at the studio yesterday, uh, the lady famous for taking her breasts and smashing stuff with them. Like yes. watermelons and stuff like beer that. Beer cans, watermelons. watermelons. bricks, beer cans. You yep. got it. She'll smash it. <laughs> yep. That's her slogan. She actually was on one of those reality shows and auditioned for doing that. This is how sick this country is. That people can actually audition for doing stupid stuff like that. America's got talent. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, so I also want to make a couple other announcements. First of all, they have announced that the uh, second annual incarceration at the Shawshank Redemption Prison will be in July. Ugh. Very, very excited That's about that. Month. That's hot month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it's up in Mansfield, Ohio, so it can't be that hot. I don't remember. I've been in it's Ohio. It's a prison. It's not supposed to be um, comfortable for people. So you'll get the full effect of what the inmates felt like when they were in there. Well, not only that, but there's a real prison right there, too. So there's real inmates. You could go visit them, say hello. I think that's so there's... cool, like, with that whole concept. It's just all these festivals are doing the hottest months in the entire year, especially in Florida. I guess in Florida, you really don't. You have two days where you can have a festival. <laughs> Where it'd be pleasant, weather-wise. This is how bad this country has become, where we're a bunch of people that just, you can't say anything. So, remember Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Sarah Michelle Geller? Yeah. Yeah. So, she posted a reminder not to overeat on Thanksgiving, and her fans are mad at her for saying that. Why? It's true, though. Because this is the world we live in, that people like... Uh, if you say blue, people are like, "Oh, that's so racist." Sorry. Why are you what? Why are you partial to the color blue? All colors have a fair chance. That is true. We live in a yuppie society, and it drives me crazy. 
Everyone, so everyone's offended so easily, huh? Yeah, like... Get put, your panties out the bunch, people. Put a tampon in and shut up. So, yeah, we have a bunch of uh, announcements for festivals for 2019. Like Whoa. I said, the announcement dates July 12th through the 14th for incarceration 2019. The lineup will be coming in January. And... Pipe Man will and W4CY Radio will once again be a media partner with this event. And we have a bunch of DWP festivals that there's going to be some major announcements with. We have the new festival, the Sonic Temple Festival, which is replacing Rock on the Range. We'll be at Map Free... Pipe Man. Pipe Man. Hello. Oh, boy. What is that? That was you. Uh, How's the hiccup? What is that? What is that invading my show? Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. What do you do? My God, they're taking over. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. (laughs) Yeah, so what you heard there, folks, that that is a a hint teaser from Sonic... uh, Temple Festival, and they did a couple teasers. These really cool teasers where you have to break the code, and we have a contest on our Facebook where if you break the code, you have a, you're have you Aaron for a chance to win tickets to this festival. Uh, there have been some guesses that I kind of agree with, so there's some people already entered. Uh, but, uh, yeah, May 17th, 18th, and 19th, Sonic Temple, and Temple Art and Music Festival. This will probably be the biggest festival of the year, the biggest festival in the United States. That's what I'm predicting. Where is it that at? Is, it's at? I said that before. It's at Map Free Stadium in Columbus, Ohio. It's same place you that Rock and the Rage was. You broke up. Uh, Nobody could oh, hear okay. you. That's why I said. I'm glad you repeated then. Yes, that's why. I think it was the invasion of my show. It was during the invasion. That's why I said, where is it at? Because we did not hear you. Ah, there you go. So there's also going to be a festival that we don't have details on yet that's going to replace Carolina Rebellion. Uh, And we have returning... The Chicago Open Air Festival, very exciting. They took a year off, uh, but it's going to be in full force this coming year. Announcements to be coming, uh, but uh, this is going to be obviously in Chicago, in case you guys didn't pick up on that. And it's going to be in the month of May. It'll be the weekend of May 18th. Then we have Welcome to Rockville is also going to be making some major announcements of lineups. Full announcement is coming on December 3rd. By the way, I forgot to tell you, on the uh, on the other uh, festival, we're going to have a, a, a full lineup announcement, a Sonic Temple uh, one. That is going to be... Da-da-da, full announcement on November 26th, so Monday, this coming Monday... We are going to have a full lineup announcement. Very exciting. Rockville, full lineup announcement the Woo! following week on December 3rd. That will The dates change this year. It's going to be May 3rd, 4th, and 5th at Metropolitan Park in Jacksonville. Then, in the spring, of course, Aftershock will be That's coming back. That's for Fort Rock? Say that again? You said Fort Rock is going to be in Jacksonville? Welcome to Rockville. Oh, well, you said Fort. I did Fort. not mention Fort Rock. Did he? Okay, well, I don't know. Maybe it's my headphones. I heard Fort Rock. Yeah, welcome to Rockville. Okay, then that was uh, my 
headphones. And yeah. if I said Fort Rock, I apologize. Did I say Fort Rock? Yes. Because that's why I went, woo! Chad, Chad, did I say Fort Rock? I don't know. I'm going to Rebel, go, yes. did I say Fort Rock? I kind of sort of heard something, but I wasn't going to correct anything. I don't know why I said Fort Rock. That's, but you thanks picking up. And thanks for picking up on that, Peanut. You're welcome. Welcome cause I, to Rockville. Okay, because not sure. Fort Rock. That's why I said woo, because I usually go to Rock, uh, Fort Rock. And then uh, we're gonna have a new festival. First of all, Bourbon and Beyond is gonna be expanded to three days. We'll have Louder Than Life three days, and then we're gonna have a new country festival, hometown festival. All three are gonna be in Louisville, Kentucky, three weekends in a row. Uh, so. A lot of great stuff coming in 2019. And uh, I just want to say that uh, Thanksgiving's coming in a couple days. So everybody Don't overeat. Needs to, everybody <laughs> needs to be thankful for all these festivals on Thanksgiving. What did you say, Peanut? I said don't overeat. Thanks, sir. And I'm glad that I went to ProCare Dentistry yesterday before Thanksgiving because now I can eat. They put in uh, my permanent... Uh, crown, thanks to them. Uh, you know, everybody knows I had a heart attack last December, and one of the medications that they put me on caused one of my teeth to die and turn black. Just one. Just one. Yep, exactly. So, uh, Pro Care Dentistry did a great job of putting a crown on. They put a crown on another tooth that was cracked as well and did some great work on the pipe man and shout out to them. They have locations in Wellington and in Boynton Beach. You definitely need to check them out. They're in our shopping center here in Wellington at the plaza and one thing I love about them is, you know, you got a lot of these dentists nowadays that they spend all their money on bells and whistles and make it fancy but they don't give you the kind of quality work that you need. They're not perfectionists. It's all about the show. It's all about the bells and whistles. And ProCare Dentistry, uh, the dentist there, she is so about perfecting. I mean, let me tell you, she got the permanent crown back, and it did not match my teeth exactly. And she sent it back to every done because she wanted to have it perfect for the pipe man. So shout out to them. They rock. Uh, definitely, you should, if you need anything and you're in the South Florida area, you should definitely go to Perf uh, ProCare Dentistry. Uh, and they, like I said, they're located in Wellington and in Boynton Beach. And you can check them out at ProCareDentist.com. You can like them on Facebook or you could just give a call at 561-737-5530. Schedule your appointment. They have you know, special deals going on right now. You can get rid of those candy corn teeth from uh, Halloween. And they have free whitening offers. They take all kinds of insurance. And even if you don't have insurance, they will make you a deal you can't refuse. So definitely check them out now. Uh, not only that. But the pipe man started to learn how to kiteboard the other day. And wow, was that a fun experience. And what a workout. Let me tell you, it felt like I just did 500 sit-ups, which that's, that's the cool thing. It's a great workout, but so much fun. Uh, you know, it's pretty wild because it was like the coldest day of the year in Florida. For, for Florida, I woke up in the morning. It was 52 degrees. I was like, God darn it. And... Uh, 
But I got my wetsuit out. Imagine that, having to wear a wetsuit in Florida. But the water was about 20 degrees warmer than the air. Go figure that one out. Uh, but uh, you got to check them out. New wave kiteboarding. Not to be confused with the music of the 80s. Uh, but these guys were really cool because, you know, they took care of the pipe man. And that's not the only cool reason. They just really knew their stuff when it came to kiteboarding because it's a dangerous sport. You need to have the right people teaching you how to do it. And New Wave Kiteboarding is the right people. And they service the Palm Beach, Stewart, Juno Beach, Jupiter, Fort Pierce, and Delray Beach area. Or anywhere you are, uh, you know, come and see them. They've been around since 2007. They are experts. They're all about safety. They give you all the ins and outs. And they were so cool because I had like a three and a half hour session that I, I booked for the morning. And they're like, hey, you know, we, we made it, you know, so that if you want to stay the whole day, you can stay the whole day and we'll keep training you. And that was really cool. That's above and beyond the call of duty. And so that's what we did. I was out there all day. It was pretty cool. They took good care of the pipe man, and they'll take good care of you. Give them a call, 561-633-9362. Again, that's 561-633-9362. Check out the website at newwavekiteboarding.com and like them on Facebook and all other social media. What do you think about that? I think awesome. if I could, I would do some kiteboarding, but, you know, due to physical circumstances, I'm not allowed to do it. I did catch some air. It was pretty cool. Uh, and uh, before that, I also checked, you know, one of the famous places in the world I want to give a shout-out to, Ron John Surf Shop up in Cocoa Beach. Uh, I was with them a couple days before that last week, surfing in Cocoa. It was brutal out there. The waves beat the crap out of me because it was pretty rough that day. But it was fun. And Ron John Surf Shop, they took care of me. And uh, not only that, but what a cool, you know, they have... The one area which has camps and uh, lessons and all that kind of stuff. And then they have the store that's massive, you know, and they you have get lost everything in there. you can want. Say that again? You can get lost in that store. Oh, no doubt. It's like it's forever. Every kind of clothes for surfing you could imagine. Every every surfboard you can imagine. It's just it's amazing. What a, a huge. I never imagined that store to be that huge. It's like. You drive up to that area where it's at. You think you're at you're in Disney World because it's like the same kind of setup with these huge stores, and they take up like the whole block. Oh, that's true. You have to do like a Marco Polo bit if you separate from your friends. Oh, no doubt about it. And then you have to figure out which door you came in because there's lots of doors to get in. And it's like, where am I now? Yeah, there's like ten doors. <laughs> <laughs> which entrance did I come in through? There you go. So that's what's going on in the world of Pipe Man. And uh, I think it, it's... And do we have anything more you want to add, Rebel or Peanut? No. No. Rebel's like, no. I don't even want to be here. I wasn't supposed to be here because that's no, all I read the email. that's not true. I, oh, I, my God. Whoa, did you hear how you answered? Well, because, see, you have an exciting life. You get to do all of these things. You could do things too, but you don't. Yeah, like I don't see me getting on a kite board. I'm sorry. That's what I'm saying. You don't like doing these things. You're scared of everything. 
I'm not scared of everything. I've been walking down the street with you, and uh, you saw your shadow like the groundhog, oh, and you jump, and you jump. You're God. like going and hiding up on the hill. No, I was. Quite and I'm wondering why the shadow keeps following no. you. Would you ever ride a mechanical bull? Yes. They're so much fun. I'm not supposed to, but I do anyways. I would. Um, I don't think I could take it to the extreme, like the higher levels. But, yeah, I'd definitely do that. There's a yeah, video. Yeah, Peanut, she's talking about the one in front of Publix. You know, the <laughs> one you put a quarter in. There's, no, um, I'm talking about the one in the bars. Yeah, What? Those are the ones I ride. That's what I said. I'm talking I love, about too, how oh. Rebel takes pictures of the most disgusting food ever. Like, I look at her pictures of food, and I'm like, oh, my God, that, that doesn't even look edible. There's a there's a video of me riding the bull on my face on my Instagram. It's pretty cool. Really? I outrode my my best friend. And he got pissed. He was like, "It's because you're a girl. They don't want to see dudes ride the bull." I was like, <laughs> "No, you just can't. You can't hold on." Exactly. It's always an excuse when we can do something better than a guy. It's yeah. like, "Oh, it's because of this." <laughs> it's not because you know I was good. Name at one it. thing you do better than the guy. Have sex. <laughs> I can't even deal with life right now. <laughs> I can't deal with life right now. I'm done. <laughs> well, that's because Rebel has a lot of practice. Like, Absolutely. Is there a guy in Louisiana that doesn't know what that's like? Just a few. Oh, just but a they're few. new. They're visiting from out of town. Oh Having yeah. No, they're the, they're actually, no, they're not visiting from out of town. Those are the people that are anti-KKK. Oh, no, my goodness. no. no. Would you bang Trump? I don't know him. Does it matter? His wife I'm would sure, have you, to know. You mean to tell me you you bang people that uh, you wouldn't bang? You haven't thought of banging or haven't banged somebody that you didn't know? No, what? no, no. I have to get to know people. Just to think about it. Just to think about doing them? Yeah, he said you've never thought. Well, see, he's he's married, so his wife would have to consent. Like you give a crap if they're married or not. You don't the give wife. a crap. And the listen, wife. you're always talking about... See, we're, we're blowing your cover. You're always talking about what a sexual being you are, and then you're uh, saying, I have to get to know somebody. That, that, that's... But I have five boyfriends. I get to know them all. <laughs> oh, my God. What's your point? What, you get to know what spots they have on their penis? Ew. Oh. Uh, Rebel doesn't seem like that kind of girl that would sit there and mess with somebody that's dirty. Listen, she's always, and when she goes to festivals with me, she's hitting on band members. She doesn't even know wait, their no, name. She no, doesn't no, even no. know, wait, wait, wait. She doesn't even no. know their name or their music, and she's talking about how she'd like to be with them, but yet she's saying right now about how she has to get to know them. How if come I, that's different? Wait a minute. Let's Let's be realistic. If I was going to bang anybody over there i have more than enough opportunities to be back in those bosses okay and i didn't even need the gummy bears. <laughs> yeah. and the person who offered the gummy bears knows exactly who i'm talking about what so kind of dream eat. world do you live no, in? no darling no darling i can i can throw a name right out there all listen i have sat there with you go. where you're googling and i don't mean on the, your phone at at these people back there in the press tent. So don't tell me you have to get to know them, okay? Please. I 
would not just jump on them. Have I been you in any of their parties? Have I been doing anything in it? No, you're too busy hiding. No, Girl, uh, let me tell and you. I straight up tell them. Nope. I tell them they hide. Let me tell no. you, when Justin Moore came to me and was like, hey, how are you doing? I'll be like, listen, all right, Justin Moore, we can we can get, he's a country singer for those that don't know. But you got life messed up. Nina would be like, listen, you better get down on your knees or I'm punching you in the face. <laughs> if that's the way Justin Moore wants it, that's the way Justin Moore can get it. You got, uh, I don't, nope. I know your name is Justin Moore and you're over the age of 18. That's all I got to know. And he's not married. So we're good to go. But see, the good thing is, especially on you know the festival tours, you get to see them more than once, and you know you get to know them after a little while. Uh -uh. Whatever. No, I I I don't need to know Justin Moore. Nope. If he wants, it's Justin Moore. Nope. Gotta. Dirk Bentley too. Oh Lord. Sorry, I just can't Brentley do Gilbert, it. Brentley Gilbert came up to you. You wouldn't say. You would say no. I would say, hey, look, it's nice to meet you, and let's talk a little bit. Let's get to know each other, and let's make sure we're on the same page. So you lying. You lying. So lying. Listen, I'm a very conservative person when it comes to stuff like that. I just can't do with anybody. But you, uh, uh, those two men come up to me. All right. Wait, wait. She's always talking about sexist, sex that, sexist, sex that. And now she's going to try to backtrack about get to know somebody. I have one bit of proof that you have sex with people before getting to know them. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. Ooh, spill it. Spill it. I'm ready. Okay. You had sexual relations with the KKK, and then when you admitted it, you said, but I didn't know till we were in the act. So uh -uh, there's no, the proof. No, 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 no. First of all, she did I knew say him. she ended it. She did say you she ended it. You didn't know him well enough to know. I mean, listen, you didn't know he was in the KKK, so you didn't know him. And there, you just admitted something else. You knew his wife, and you banged him. So the married part, I you just. I with him. I keep telling you, I did not sleep with that man. Did you perform fellatio? <laughs> I gave him head. Okay, that's sex. That it's called oral sex. <laughs> what are you I did not Bill Clinton? Sex are you Bill, Bill Clinton or what? I can't even deal with this show right now. <laughs> okay, so, yes, okay, so now we have clarification for all you people out there. Rebel Meddler will not have sex unless she knows you, but she will gladly suck your oh, wait, wait, penis. Wait, 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 hold on. She'll <laughs> gladly suck your penis, and she don't even need to know your name. Okay. I didn't just walk up to this dude and say, hey, pull it out, let me suck it. Okay, no. Not at all. But I you didn't get to know him because you didn't know he was in the KKK, I'm so there's the proof. Time out, time and out, time was, out. And he was married. Hey, hey, he was married, too. Yeah, but if you get to know somebody, you kind of she find out me. those she things. She knew what I did. Okay, time out, time she out. Knew, wait, she sounds like she's uh, uh, professing she's a prostitute. She knew me and knows what I did. <laughs> That's her husband. Listen, I she just knew what I do for a living, and she was okay <laughs> with it. If I was a prostitute, darling, I'd have a lot more money than I do now. So I would therefore, just, I just want to put a PSA announcement out there. If Justin Moore or Bradley Gilbert's listening, my name is Dee. I work at W4CY. You can hit me up at any time. And I want to give notice to all the women out there 
uh, <laughs> that Rebel has given you permission that giving the pipe man oral sex is not having sex. So it's okay. You don't have to get to know me. Sex. You don't have to get to know me. It is part just, of sex. You can just get on your knees, do your business, and move on. Y'all That's okay. All right. But don't let me penetrate you unless you get to know me. <laughs> and again, I knew this man for months. Months. I don't know how you didn't know him. Wife, his family. I knew their business. Yeah, but I didn't know that he was a... There's no way you knew somebody in the KKK for months and had no idea how racist he was. That's not everybody. See, there's a difference. They may not make an announcement, but people that are that racist are going to say things. Not everybody in this land is that racist, okay? And you make what? it all about one what? thing. What? Why would you be in the clan if you're not racist? How, how many people? Brotherhood. <laughs> are you freaking serious that you just said, I can't believe you just said that. Yes, I did say that. <laughs> they're not as extreme as the Nazi people thingies. I don't even know what they're called. Neo Nazi. Let me read the exact definition of the Ku Klux Klan from their own website. <laughs> okay, from their own yeah, website. website. Hey, wait, wait. <coughs> Each has advocated extremist reactionary positions such as white supremacy, white nationalism, anti-immigration, and especially in later iterations. Nordicism and anti-Catholicism. Historically, the KKK used terrorism, both physical assault and murder, against groups or individuals whom they opposed. All three movements have called for the purification of American society and are all considered right-wing extremist organizations. Tell me, Rebel, how much more extreme do you have to be to not be extreme? I'm just curious. I'm just curious. It's funny because, you know, he had African American people working on his crew. He had he he did work for people (gasps) in his job. He worked for people. So I'm not I'm not understanding how how are you gonna know who they are unless you work for them you know that that crap happens all the time. Why doesn't anybody come to your enemy to infiltrate your enemy? Oh, for crying out loud. If you hated people so much, why would you give them a job? You'd go find any skeezy off the street and give them a job before you gave it to somebody you hated so terribly. You are the reason that gives liberals the power that they have. Oh, me? Because if liberals are listening to the show right now, listen to you, they're like, see? See what? Peanut, can you explain, please? Please do. Please do. What do you mean? Like, it's... Uh... Can you explain how she is trying to say that the KKK is not racist and they and they're not a hate and they're not a hate group? I don't. Okay, I think what she's trying to say is they're not as extreme as what they used to be, like burning crosses and burning people alive. And I think that's what she still can. Only no, they can't. They were infiltrated by detectives and they were taken down. That's she why can, now they're they can they if they really wanted to go to jail. You can do whatever exactly. you want, but do it. it it's just heavily frowned upon and there's punishment for doing so now. Back in the day when the radicalists, I, I can't even deal with you people defending the case. I'm not defending I'm the not KKK. Defending I was saying what she was trying to say. 
Oh, jeez Louise. He drives I, me nuts every time. Every time. I should drive you nuts if you're defending the KKK and saying they're not some extreme hate group. I didn't say they were some extreme. They weren't an extreme hate group. I just not simply, you uh, rebel. I'm just simply saying that they don't burn crosses, churches, and people anymore. But are they an extreme? Well, maybe group? they do. We're just not in the neighborhood where we're seeing it. So wh where I live, I don't really know if they're burning sugar cane or crosses. So. Exactly. That is true. I live in the boondocks of South Florida, and it's pretty crazy out there. Like I said, when Trump was running for president, my brother got something on his car asking if he wanted to join the Ku Klux Klan. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm not joking. My brother showed me the. My, my my brother showed me the flyer. I thought he was joking, but it was no joke. It was a flyer, like, you know, one of those that you get on your cart, like a supermarket or something that says, let me read your hand or whatever. It was one of those, like the little flyers I produce at Fright Nights. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, it was, it's crazy out in Florida. It, Florida needs to be its own country. I'll tell you what, it does. Like, the sh crap you see out in Florida, you ain't going to see anywhere else. Especially right, South Florida. Like, in South Florida, you go to, like, a nice part of the town, and then, like, two streets down, you'll see a pimp at Walgreens. I did see a pimp at Walgreens. He was wearing a yellow suit. I was excited. I had never seen the pimp before, but I did that day off of Old Dixie in okay, the Walgreens Okay, so this is the element people we have in Florida that you're excited <laughs> to see a pimp. Like this, okay, come to Florida. This is our tourism commercial. You can see, you can, you can see pimps. You can see cross burnings. You can see signs for I'm HIV testing. <laughs> Whatever you floats your boat, you can have it here I in mean, Florida. I mean, like, I've never seen a pimp like that. You know, I watch Friday After Next, and I see, like, the pimps of, like, Friday After Next and what movies portray pimps to be. And for sure, there was this pimp and his whore just chilling out in the Walgreens parking lot. I never seen something like that before. Just like I went to one of uh, the sporting stores one time, and I saw two gay hippies buying crossbows. It was it was weird. They were <laughs> <laughs> something for the masses in South Florida too. They were both wearing like those white lawn dresses with the, you know, whatever. They were like old. I don't know what they were. They were they were something. They looked like hippies, and they were holding hands with crossbows, and I'm just like, I'm very confused in this situation. And I sat in my car and watched them, because I... Well, oh, that's part I, of her sex games. I was curious. I had, I never seen two gay hippies buy a crossbow. Like, you wouldn't expect them to... You put a butt plug on the end of the arrow, what? and you stand 200 feet away, and you shoot the crossbow and try to get it in their butthole. That's gross. And here's your PSA for today. Don't put anything on the end of an arrow <laughs> and shoot it anywhere PSA, don't, on your body. People, stop moving to Florida. We're crowded. <laughs> That's the PSA announcement. I'm telling you, the stuff they, if you ask anybody that visit Florida on a vacation, they will tell you the stuff they see here. Yeah, you're never going to see anywhere else. Florida's its own amusement park just walking out the door. <laughs> like, when I walk out my door, I see chickens cross the road. I hear roosters. Peacocks are flying. Uh, peacocks are all over the place. And then you got, you know, your pimps and your whores. 30 <laughs> minutes down the road. You never know what you could pick up at. What was that? At Walgreens? <laughs> Walgreens, I'm telling you. It was a. I don't even care. It was... I, 
he was wearing a yellow suit with his little pimp hat, just chilling with his whore. And I'm just like, all right, the shit that you see. I was intrigued. I was ready for a, for a pimp fight or a hoe fight. I was ready for something to go down in the Walgreens parking lot. I was praying to God that that light never turned red. I mean green. <laughs> that that light never turned green. I was ready. She's ready, and I'm ready to go to, to some interviews. I think that's about a good good thing because I could talk about this pimp story all day. I'll hold that till the <laughs> next show. Okay. We'll talk about pimps next time too. Wake up, America! It's time for the adventures of Hype Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Pipe Man. This is the Pipe Man here on the Adventures Pipe Man W4CY Radio. And our next guest here is Josh from the protest. Welcome to the show. What's up, Dean? Honored, honored to be on the show, my man. Thanks for having me. Nice. So my engineer didn't understand why I said that. But uh, before we started the interview, I was talking to you off the air and uh, saying, yeah, we're just going to have a conversation as if we we're just hanging out at a karaoke bar. And... Uh, you and I know what that means, but he doesn't, and yeah. neither do the listeners. <laughs> so you, your latest video, Noise Revolution, I love it. It, it. And so we have a little background here. It's at a, you know, it's pretending like it's at, well, it is. It's at a karaoke bar, and you guys got a flat tire. You need money, and so you go and play. And You know, that's not so far off from what a lot of bands have to do sometimes. <laughs> You said it, man. <laughs> so, it's a total, uh, the, uh, the video is a total parody of uh, really just how life in a band is sometimes, you know? No doubt. Well, I'll tell you a little trivia you might not know, but way, way back in the day, Slayer uh, had to actually play like high schools and stuff like that to get back from Jersey back to L.A., <laughs> <laughs> because uh, can you imagine Slayer at your high school? That would just be crazy. <laughs> well, I, I, it, it goes a step better. Okay, so uh, as far as high school goes, Oingo Boingo played at my high school. Do you, you know? You are kidding me. Yeah. How, how about that? Wow. And Danny it, Elfman, man. No doubt. Like, and it's funny how many people don't realize. Like, if I talk to just regular people and I'm like Oingo Boingo, and they don't have any clue about daniel right <laughs> but Man, yeah. he's a genius no doubt so yeah they did it uh basically in in our gymnasium so it, it was it was pretty wild uh it is wild man so maybe your next video could be in like a uh, middle school gymnasium or something hey uh dude that's also not that far from the truth uh we were um we were this, this is a couple of years back and the elementary school that we all went to years ago, they wanted us to come in and like have a convocation where we play for the kids and uh, they would ask us questions and stuff like that. And it was one of those moments that you look around and you're like, I mean, cause it, it was a blast. It was an honor, but it was just like weird. Like we run in there in the middle of our gym, we're playing heavy metal music in front of like pre-K through fifth graders nice. and all like the teachers and 
it was just a very odd experience. But you know what? That's part of it. There you go. I love it. Love it. And I, you know, I have a very curious question. So how many people like really kind of think it's Adam Sandler that's in your band? <laughs> oh man, I wish he could have heard you say that. Uh, <laughs> so, so many people like, I mean, it is hilarious. Like, as you can imagine, um, you know, his whole life, he's, you know, he's gotten that. And I mean, I get it. I mean, it's one letter off. I mean, you, I mean, you have to really look at that and study it to just not think it's Adam Sandler, you know? So, no doubt. Yeah. It's, uh, it's hilarious. Now, if Adam Sandler was in our band, man, who knows where we'd be right now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I like Adam Sandler, you know, we'll stick with him. He's a, uh, he's a great player, great guy. There you go. And, and you know, I hope people aren't like idiots like they usually are nowadays and like, hey, are you the sad version of Adam Sandler? You know, I could see <laughs> stupid people saying stuff like that. <laughs> Dude, that, that, that's actually kind of original right there. There you go. Was, we'll see. I started I've never heard it. that. So, <laughs> man, I, I feel like, you know, uh, between that and the song that you almost wrote, um, before we went on air, I think today might be a day for you to do something, you know, very artistic. Uh, you know it. And now you can go back to Adam and like, check out what happened on this radio interview. And you can like, just make fun of him for being a sad version exactly. of Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> it comes uh, full circle. So, and you, speaking of middle school, as I was bringing up before, you know, you guys got into music like, most of us, as funny as it may sound, after hearing Kiss Alive when you were in middle school. Yeah. And that's pretty cool, like, exactly. considering they're at the end of the road now, the end of the road tour, but, you know, I was a Kiss freak, you know. Uh, that's awesome, dude. Dimebag, uh, rest his soul, and Vinny, rest mm -hmm. his soul, they were Kiss freaks, you know. Oh, huge. I, I, you know, no matter what anybody has to say about Kiss, you know, they did really pave the way for a lot of what we have today. I mean, back in the day, you know, when they were doing Kiss Alive, you know, they were one of the heaviest things out there. You know, they may not right. be deemed heavy today, but then that that was it. Right, right. I mean, I mean, people look at, you know, people might listen to Kiss now and think, oh, that's just you know, cheesy boogie rock or whatever, but I think you're totally right. I would imagine back in the day, they were, I mean, a heavy band. I mean, look at them, you know, that probably, I, I mean, they probably scared, you know, people to death. And that's one thing I've always liked about Kiss, you know, I mean, some of their antics and, you know, some of the way that Gene, you know, like how Gene acts, I'm not super thrilled about anymore. But um, one thing that is really cool about Kiss is they did something different and they stuck to their guns and they don't change for anybody. And I think that's really cool. And even, even when they quote unquote sold out with I was made for love you, like I still think that's a good song. And I think dynasty is a great record. You know what I mean? So it's funny. Just, you uh, should bring up dynasty. Okay. Cause so I, the first album I ever had, I won at Seaside Heights in New Jersey at the boardwalk. Uh, was the first kiss album when it first came out. Wow. But by the time Dynasty came out, I was already at, like, I had disco socks mirrors in my room, and I was oh, yeah. very anti-disco. It really pissed me sure. off that they did Dynasty, because it was basically a disco album, and Kiss stood for everything anti-disco. But right. to be honest, you know, now that I'm not a kid, 
it was a good album. Right, right, yeah. And you know, I, I, uh, I, I sincerely hope that when people look back on our stuff, you know, they, uh, <laughs> they can say that too. So. <laughs> Yeah, and let's talk more about your stuff. Uh, so that video, I definitely think everybody should check out Noise Revolution. It's a pretty funny oh, video, you, but the music's really good, too. So tell us a little bit about your music, and for our listeners that have never heard you, you know, what they can expect from listening to your music, checking out a live show, and all that good stuff. Sure, man. Uh, great question. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, since, you know, since we started, you know, we have just wanted to be a little bit different than, than all the other bands. I think, um, uh, there's an, an unfortunate stereotype with rock and, um, heavy metal music, hard rock, um, that it's, it's, it's negative and full of hate and something that we, um, really want to bring to the table is just, is just some hope and some positivity and some fun, you know, because rock and roll is fun, you know, I mean, it, it's a blast and, you know, we hope that, people see that through our music that, you know, we just want to be a light to the world. And I think if they come to a, come to a show, that's where we really thrive, man. We, I mean, we love it up there and we've been at it for almost 10 years now and it never gets old uh, being up there and just throwing down as hard as we possibly can. That's, I love it. And we're very intentional about meeting everybody out there. So if you're listening and you want to come to a show, Please hang out. We'd love to talk to you, hear your story, see what's up. Nice. And, you know, I love what you said, too, because, you know, the bottom line is a lot of people misunderstand metal and rock and roll as negative because they don't really bother to really read the lyrics. They just hear stuff. I mean, we talked about Slayer. Slayer is a perfect example. If you really understand the lyrics – they're talking about anti-nuclear war, anti-devil stuff, you know, and people are like, yeah, I, I remember I used to actually hang out with them when they were, uh, you know, nobodies. And they used wow. to laugh that people thought they were actually devil worshipers. I mean, Tom is a, a devout Christian, you know, and, and I think it's pretty funny. He's a devout Christian, but yet he is the voice behind Slayer. <laughs> right. And dude, I mean, oh, yeah. And dude, I mean, people, people always get the wrong idea constantly, you know, I mean, like we, you know, you know, we're a band full of Christ loving dudes. I mean, we love Jesus and, you know, even the Christians sometimes hear our music and they're like, Oh, how can you be a Christian? Your music's too heavy. And then, you know, man, like there's always going to be people that are kind of, you know, not cool with what you do. And I think a lot of it is just because rock and roll. I mean, like you said, it's, it's heavy music. It sounds kind of scary. It sounds loud. And I think a lot of people just think we're all up to no good out here, you know? <laughs> no doubt. And, and you know, the old school Sunset Strip days gave a bad name to it. But I find when I yeah. go interview bands nowadays and go to these festivals, a lot of the metal bands, you know, you I used to hang out at the Sunset Strip during those wild times. And now it's like oh, you're backstage man. and people are sharing pictures of their family on iPhones. And it's oh, like... <laughs> Dude, I gotta go to bed. Yeah. I got a gig in the morning, type of thing. It's, not, you it's know. not the debauchery, you know, that you associate with your uh, rats and Motley Crue, you know. Exactly, totally. So, so you guys also, you remind me a little bit of Metallica in the sense of you guys are serious road warriors. I mean, what really made Metallica was playing live like all the time, and you right. know, that's what you guys do. You, you're out like at least 
150 dates a year and usually more. Mm-hmm. What's it like to uh, be out there on the road all the time? You know, it's, it's funny because, you know, people may think, oh, that's going to get old after a while or, oh, man, that's, you know, they could think all different things. But at the end of the day, I'm sure for you guys, it's a blast and you really get to connect with your uh, audience. Yeah, and and that's, I mean, that's a perfect way. I mean, like, we love, you know, being in the studio. We love, I mean, everything that comes with being in a band. But, you know, playing live is our favorite thing in the world, you know. I mean, this year has been um, a little bit lighter because we've had a lot of stuff going on. Um, and, you know, times change a little bit. And, you know, we get married. We start having kids, all this stuff. But one thing about us, we always try to play as much as we can all over. Uh, we just got back a couple weeks ago from a tour in Germany and Latvia and had a blast. And, you know, man, like when we first started out, when we were in like our late teens, um, touring and stuff like that, it it was like a, like summer camp, man. It was like too much fun. You know, now it's kind of, it's, it's kind of more of a job, but still, man, I mean, nothing beats being with your best friends, doing what you love, meeting just, just some of the most amazing people, um, man, it's truly a blessing and it's a blast, dude. We absolutely love it. I mean, and like you said earlier, uh, the bus breakdowns, all that good stuff that never stops. I don't think that ever stops for, uh, <laughs> anybody. I know we, we have at least one issue every tour, um, you know, and, but you know, by the grace of God, we power through it. So there you go. And so you got this new album coming out, Legacy. I really dig the album cover. It's kind of cool and so different because you have a skull with butterflies. Right. Tell us the concept of that. Sure, man. Uh, our drummer, uh, my brother, Jared, he does all of our artwork for us. And, uh, you know, you know, we wanted something bold, something that was going to make a statement. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Noise Revolution is a pretty, you know, um, tongue-in-cheek, rocking, awesome, fun song. But a lot of the songs on the record are super heavy and, you know, have, you know, very heavy topics and, and stuff like that. And I, I think our thinking, the, the, the theme for this whole record is sort of what we were talking about, is being a light in the darkness. And, you know, a, a lot of times in culture, the skull uh, represents death and right. butterflies uh, represent life. So it's kind of like life conquering death, um, you know, that, uh, that kind of concept. So, you know, we're super happy with it. Um, he, he really knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I dig it. I think it's cool. And, you know, your first single off of the album, what else you got? It's definitely, it's an anthem, but it's definitely about something I firmly believe in and what's so prevalent in music. And that's never backing down and, and keep right. fighting on despite adversity. And that's so oh, rock yeah. and roll right there. Yeah. And, and, and it, it's so true, man. I mean, you know, it's, it's true for rock and roll because being in, you know, being in a rock and roll band now, especially a rock and roll band, which the majority of the people on earth haven't heard of is tough. You know, I mean, I mean, we're only getting older and things change and, you know, money's not always there, but it's just kind of a fight song for us to keep going. And, and we hope that the listeners can relate to it too. I mean, everybody every day has to wake up and, and live and it's their choice to live defeated or live in victory. I love it. 
just proves my point that you know metal and positivity do go hand in hand and it's basically yes, how i live my life and that's why i love you guys and i think our listeners should definitely check you out uh how can they connect with you guys on social media buy the new album all that fun stuff yeah man uh the best way to talk to us is probably on 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 facebook messenger man just check out the protest on facebook we're very uh responsive to to uh, messages because we love connecting um other than that, tour dates are on the website, www.theprotestrocks.com. Um, and, yeah, pretty much everything is there that uh, that you would need. All righty. Well, that's cool. I love it. And uh, any final words for our listeners? Uh, man, uh, if you're listening out there, just know that even if we haven't met you, that we love you and can't wait to meet you. Uh, we're going to be heading out on a uh, big tour with Rogers Vendetta and Seventh Day Slumber this late winter um that's going to be all over the u.s so come and uh check us out sounds good love it thanks for your time thanks for the great music and uh i urge all my listeners to connect with you guys and buy the new album thank you pipe man appreciate you brother you got it thank you for listening to the adventures of pipe man on W4CY Radio. Hey, you're listening to the adventure on W4CY Radio. Wake up, America! It's time for the adventures of Hype Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Pipe Man. This is the Pipe Man here on the Adventures of Pipe Man, W4CY Radio. And our next guest, we have Sean from Bobaflex on the line with us. How are you, Sean? Doing great, man. I'm just hanging out in Salem, Massachusetts. Nice. Nothing spooky happening here. <laughs> I was going to say, you're not burning witches, are you? No, no. I would try to help the witches because they were probably just feminists ahead of their time and wanted to live in the woods and be left alone from men and got burned up for it. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Because I can tell you right now that I want to be left alone in the woods with everything that's going on in society today. <laughs> Same here, but it's, it's getting crazy in America. <laughs> no doubt about it. But, uh, but that's why we have good music like you guys that can help us get through it. Yep, yep, you got to escape somehow. So uh, you guys have some really, really cool music going on. I, the first thing I want to uh, go over is your version of Hey You. That was pretty badass. Thank you, thank you. I uh, had very little to do with it. My brother, Marty, who sang lead, and uh, Tommy are having a lifelong Pink Floyd fans, too. It was all them, man. I just went along for the ride. And sure, whatever you guys want to do. <laughs> nice. So they were the driving force behind that. So what? What made have all the Floyd songs? And what made you guys pick "Hey You"? Uh, my brother just, you know, I, that was mainly the record I had uh, um, from back in the day, and he, he had recorded it as kids on a sport track growing up. So he had always kind of sang that song, and that was just one of his favorites. Um, you know, and, and I think he felt it was 
uh, a heartfelt Pink Floyd song. I lean more towards the crazier songs like Thin Ice, but uh, I can just remember in high school him recording Hey You on a little tape four track way back in the day, early 90s. So he's always kind of been raring to cover that song. Nice. And uh, it, you definitely did it justice for sure. Uh, and you guys are always pretty busy on tour. You're pretty busy nowadays. You're gonna your uh, couple days. You'll be up in uh, Wardtown, New York, uh, then New Hampshire, and you got a whole bunch of uh, dates coming up. Uh, tell us how it's been going on the road. Good man, good. We had uh, some uh, toilet problems. We're getting fixed, and we just got a tire patch. Typical stuff when you play 130 shows a year. Stuff fails. You've got to always be on your toes, and we just got the uh, fiberglass fixed on the back of the RV. Um, you know, we didn't get to do our normal maintenance before we left because that took so long, but we're always dropping the trailer, um, the bus, the engine, the body. We're always working on stuff like that. We're always having equipment stuff. We're always stopping at guitar centers, having stuff shipped out, symbols, get two, three done. I mean, it's a, it's a war horse. You're always... You're always repairing and fixing and buying, and <laughs> the overhead on tour is what gets that. Yeah, that's definitely life on the road, and you guys are definitely tireless war horses on the road for sure. For sure, man. That's how we pay the bills, and this is our job. And, you know, this is what we do. So, you know, we we just got a new booking agent, a satellite booking, and uh, they're already booking the South Force for January. So we're getting out of the snow for January, February, going all the way to Florida and all the way out west of Texas. Where are you going to be in Florida? Because that's where I'm located right now. Uh, we're going to be, I, we almost guarantee you do Tampa, Florida, uh, Clearwater. We may even do Daytona this year. Nice. So, yeah, we're in South Florida. Nobody likes to come down here. <laughs> it, it's deep in Florida. I'd love to come down there. Oh, you never know, man. We'd be a book right now. I can force it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I'll you know. I don't know if we're a keys band or anything. I don't know if they they care for our style that deep in Florida. (laughs) Yeah, that's too far south. We're down West Palm, but still, I get it. You know, it. it, The thing that stinks about Florida is once you get to a state line, you still have to drive like three state lengths to get to South Florida. Absolutely, it's a lot bigger than it looks on the map, man. No doubt, and and then you gotta go back up. So it's like you got a couple days wasted coming down and then going back up. Yep, we we we've gotten down that far before, and I'm like, geez, Florida's big. It's uh, it's a monster. That's why uh, Texas is wider. So we usually go across Texas, and we can almost make about we can go hit all the nooks and crannies. And we can almost make two weeks out of Texas. It's basically Europe and America. Yeah, no doubt about it. So your eighth studio album, and first of all, how weird is that to even hear that out loud that you're you're on your eighth studio album? You know, it's kind of a blur. Um, <laughs> it, uh, it feels good that we've, we've been able to have a body of work that's lasted that long, and that feels good. Um, but... Yeah, it's a little surreal, but, you know, it's so, you know, bang, bang, hit the road, bang, record something, bang. I'm just on a timetable where I'm, I'm already, you know, half another record already written. Yeah. Musically and some of the vocals, and, you know, I'm on a timetable. I've got to put something out by August. Or we're looking at November next year, so I'm always looking at the future and don't think about the past too much. 
<laughs> there you go. And, you know, uh, Eloquent Demons, uh, it's your first release with Thermal Entertainment. And uh, you got you got a lot go- going on with this album. Tell us a little about it. Um, you know, we were, we were under the gun, and uh, we did get a little bit of a jump on, on recording um, Lights Out and A Long Time Coming. Um, so we did get the nerd out in the studio and go back and we record stuff. And then, uh, you know, we had a release date uh, with the label. And then it came crunch times to the summer consisted of playing uh, festivals and coming back home and rehearsing and writing. We were still right in the studio all the way up to, you know, pretty much when we were recording late July to get it out in August. We were still writing in the studio while we were. Other guys were recording stuff, other guys were finishing melodies. So, it turned out great, and we're really, really proud of every band. So that's after this one, I can say even after a year, um, really uh, happy with it. It's just a solid record, and, and we went uh, went with the Black Sabbath Motley Crue like about eight. You know, the last album was about thirteen because the German label wanted all these tracks. But I think it's easier to make a solid record and just go with meat and potatoes. And that was something we forced. If something felt like it was, you know. Not, we just wanted to do a meat and potatoes bubble flex record. And we didn't want to put rules on anybody, but we wanted to make sure that it pleased the fans and it was what we do best. Harmonies, hard rock, you know, no five, six, seven minute songs. You know, not out on that, but there's a couple long ones, almost five minutes, but like, you know, let's stick with, um, you know, no frills, man. Us, and if it doesn't feel like us, move on to the next song. Absolutely, and that's the way it should be in music. Uh, music should only be what you want to put out, not what people want you to put out. People will love it because it's real. Yeah, and you know, I, I'd like to write a concept record and have seven-minute songs, and maybe we will one day, but it just didn't feel like the right time. Like, this is all business. Let's do something good. We know work, get out there, and then, you know, maybe an hour or two later, we will do some weird experimental thing, but it just now is not the time. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So uh, what is on the horizon for 2019? Uh, well, we are um, talking to some folks in uh, Europe and South America. We've got to get there. We've got to expand our touring market outside of America. And that, could, that then we can lighten our load on America and do the whole country, you know, and uh, one to two tours instead of splitting the east, the southeast, the northwest, the southwest. That's how we do it now. And then the Midwest, um we want to be able to do two, like, six-week tours and finish the whole thing and two tours and then go over there and take a break and do Europe and then go to South America. And, and uh, that, that'll that create more hype for every market that, you know, we come maybe once or twice a year market a year and you better catch us or we're not coming back for another year. Nice. And you guys are uh, you're going to be finishing up on the road here the end of this year and you're uh, going to actually uh, you announced... Uh, some hometown shows for the end of the tour, December 20th to 22nd, to wrap up the year. Oh, yeah, dude, it's in West Virginia and Ohio. We're excited, and it's always a good ending to the year. And, and it packed, and people chanting their songs back. It's always a good way to go into Christmas, man. Uh, we were working on a video for I Am a Nightmare to come out in New Year, um, probably our last single on Thermal. And we've got three days of shooting, different times. I've got two guys, I've got effects guys, I've got a makeup artist. It's going to have a laser blast, machine guns. Um, it's the most involved, intense thing. I'm still scratching over every little thing and the actors and, and our effects. And uh, I've done storyboards. It is going to be 
Spider in the Dark and I'm a Nightmare, the stories combined, uh, fans will get some of the story behind that. Um, uh, we got a six foot ten monster. Uh, he's insane. He's going to be crazy. We're really excited for the video. So that's going down in December too. So it's not all fun to play for the holidays. We'll do those shows and I'll be shooting two, two different sets, pieces. And then in January, we do the last piece. So it's, it's going to be something else, man. Um, we've had a video this involved and with this many people involved. I love it. What a great Christmas and New Year's present. Yep. It's going to be, I'm excited, man. It's going to be a lot of blood. So. <laughs> <laughs> As it should be. So how do people connect to you guys, buy your music and all that fun stuff? Spotify, iTunes, um, coming to the shows if you want a physical copy. You know, uh, basically the typical avenues. I mean, just about anywhere all over the world, you can get us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon. That's the main spot to get it. Yes, we do get that money. That is us, especially the newer stuff. Maybe not so much the old, old stuff is not us. But uh, the last four albums is all us. Um, if any fans feeling bad about it, go ahead and stream it. You know, buy it on iTunes, whatever you need to do, and uh, just type in Bubble Flex. It's always fun. You can check us on our Instagram, um, at Real Bubble Flex, um, or the official com for our tour dates. You know, it's uh, pretty simple to find us on the net. No one else would dare use Bubble Flex's name and warp it and make it into a band name except us. <laughs> there you go. That's the that's way it should be because, hey, you should be the only Boba Flex. Absolutely, man. <laughs> So, any final words for our listeners? Yeah, come out to the show. Go to our tour dates. I mean, that's what we're all about, the live show. Um, take some money and come see a live, real rock and roll show. We always hang out with fans. and Definitely do shots. You might make your way to the bus, too, if you're lucky. We also have VIP tickets that uh, you can actually pay money and hang out. We provide the booze, and you hang out for an hour, sometimes two hours, on the bus after shows. That's a big VIP ticket right there. And fans like to do it. And they take up the front living room and it gets pretty wild, man. I love it. We got plenty of liquor and beer, so you will get drunk. Have a designated driver. Sounds like a fun time for sure. It always is. <laughs> That's the way it is. Go to a show, see Boba Flex, and have the best time of your life, right? Yep, absolutely, man. That's how it goes. All right, well, thanks for being with us, and thanks for making such great music, and look forward to seeing more of you in 2019. You will, man. We're not going away. Good deal. Glad to hear it. Thanks. Thanks, Dean. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio. Pipe Man here on the Adventures of Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and I am here with our next guest, uh, Tony West from Blacklist Union. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. 
So a lot of times I'll say how I'm excited to have somebody on as a guest. And, you know, unfortunately, we're going to talk about some stuff that's not that exciting uh, and unfortunate and seems to be happening a lot lately. When, and you're yeah. doing something really good, and I really love it, and that's why we're talking right now. But uh, yet, unfortunately, the legendary bandmate of yours, Todd Youth, is no longer with us on this earth. Uh, and I, I, I'm sorry because I know that was like a, it was like a brother to you. Yeah, thank you. I'm sorry too, man. You know, he died uh, October 27th. Wow. Yeah, that's definitely tragic uh definitely it's just boggling my mind how many people were losing in the industry in the past year year or two yeah it's amazing just doesn't stop Uh, yeah i don't get it it's it's terrible so let's start off with uh maybe talking about your experiences with uh todd and uh you know what kind of memories you want to share about todd well, um, you know, I grew up in New York City, um, and I grew up seeing Todd's bands play. Um, I was in the hardcore and the punk rock scene, and, you know, then I moved out to L.A., and then uh, Todd followed. I didn't really, pers- I didn't personally know him when we were both living in New York. I just was, uh, you know, a fan of the bands he played in, and then uh, we became friends around 2002, um, once he moved out here, um, you know, I, I'm still so shocked and stunned by all this, man. You know, I, I, it's still just so unbelievable to me. Um, you know, he was one of my closest friends and, you know, we, we talked a lot about our pains in life and our struggles and our, you know, our, our, you know, triumphant moments, you know, and, uh, you know, we were, we were real friends and we had deep conversations and, uh, you know, and, but then we also had this amazing writing, uh, ability, uh, with music, me and him, where it was this effortless thing where we're like, Hey man, let's write a song like, you know, Turbo Negro or, you know, like ACDC. And, you know, we would just do it. The cool thing about Todd was writing with him like i didn't have to explain to him check out this band or whatever like he already he he was like an encyclopedia of music you know yeah totally and you know it's funny um, because he was around like some of you know he's played for the legendary bands that you know we all love you know like danzig and murphy's law and agnostic front and yeah Played with Marky Ramone. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because uh, we were working at this telemarketing office together. I don't know how long ago that was, man, but uh, shit, like 15 years ago now, I guess more. But uh, he was like, dude, I just got a call from Glenn Campbell's people. And he's like, I'm supposed to do this Glenn Danzig tour. <laughs> he's like, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see the same people and play the same venues. He's like, should I do the Glenn Danzig tour or Glenn Campbell? And and my exact words were rhinestone cowboy all the way, dude. Nice. And, uh, he, he ended up doing it. You know, of course he said, uh, you know, red carpet treatment, like they were treated amazing. I mean, Glenn Campbell was a country icon, you know? Um, 
And of course, there's a video of Todd playing with Gnostic Front when he was 12. You know, my son is 12, and that's, you know, that's, that's a, a trip. Baby, that's know? a trip. <laughs> you know? Like, you know, people, a lot of people glorify that and think that's a cool thing and all that. And although it may be, you know, behind the scenes at 12 years old, being in the street and squatting and punk rock, that was no easy task, you know, for a preteen kid, you know. So, man, he didn't have it easy. I mean, he had some breaks and opportunities and great, you know, stuff happened, but the the backlog of pain dude that goes with being uh an exceptional artist like todd you know it's a lot man it's a lot to endure no doubt i don't think i would want my son playing with a band like agnostic front at 12 years old right yeah. <laughs> i think that was their first gig it was their first gig actually that's wild so, so you, yeah you guys, you're doing something really cool. Uh, the band is doing something really cool, and you're offering limited free downloads of Back to Momo through the remainder of 2018. Tell us about that. What made you decide to do that? And, uh, you know, all that good stuff. Well, I mean, the uh, Back to Momo record's been compared to Rocks and Appetite, and, you know, it's amazing because so many people don't even know what's out there. Uh, you know, and it's just an opportunity for people who were fans of Todd to just have another avenue of some of his music. Um, you know, Todd, you know, he was extremely proud of that record, you know, um, as am I. And, um, you know, I just want people to hear it. You know, his daughters, he has three daughters actually. And, you know, they didn't even know about the record. So I'm sending it to them and, um, I know that they just went to India too and put Todd's uh, ashes in the Ganges River. I don't think I'm pronouncing that correctly, but you did. You I know, think that's that's a holy place. You know, like Todd was devout Krishna, Hare Krishna. You know, wow. Um, so you know his family's still handling stuff and all that, but uh, you know, as soon as they get back, I'm going to send them some stuff and. I just want it to be out there, man. That's all. You know, I'm not looking to make any money off his name or whatever. He was my friend. I want to share it with people, you know, and it's an amazing record. You know, it's so good, you know. So. I love it. And, you know, that's what I love about the punk rock community, metal community, rock community is it ain't about the money, man. It's about a family. Yeah. Right. Well, when we were growing up, too, you know, in the scenes me and Todd were in, you know, pre-internet, there there was more camaraderie, there was more community um, and, and music, you know, and uh, I think that has suffered a lot with the internet and this kind of false, like, uh, I don't know, like, it's like a mirage where you, know, you think you're connected to everyone and you're interacting with them with quote-unquote social media but it's made people more anti-social as far as having a community and camaraderie like where's the music scene man there ain't no music scene in la yeah well you know it's funny you should say that because that's a big peeve of mine you know i basically 
lived on the, uh, you know, and I don't mean literally lived there, but lived on the Sunset Strip uh, in the 80s, the early 80s to mid 80s. Yeah. When there was right. a scene, uh, you know, right. and yeah, social media. We I always talk about there's more ways to communicate than ever before, and communication is the worst it's ever been. It's like people just hide, right. hide behind this technology and never go anywhere. Yeah. I was thinking about it just yesterday even. It's like people don't even go out and do crap anymore. They just want to sit at home behind their technology, and uh, it just <laughs> blows yeah. my freaking mind. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm sure it frustrates you as an artist – that I go to these shows, okay, and I do press coverage for these shows, and it just, I can't believe how many people I'm watching that are watching the show through their phone. It's like, dude, just go home and watch YouTube. You know, why are you here? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I that just boggles my mind, you know? Totally. It, it just, it. nobody is present. Nobody's experiencing things like they're recording everything that's happening in their life, but not experiencing any of it. It's right. It's but how many people are actually going going back and watching these videos too? I mean, I don't think that happens too often. I don't know, man. Maybe it does, but I mean, how many people are going back and watching this stuff all day? Probably not, because they're taking too much of it. And you know, the fact is, is that. The probably the only reason they would go back to watch it is because they can't remember what happened because they were too busy filming it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's like I have so many memories from gigs before we even had a phone, much less, you know, internet, social media, or any of that. And, you know, it's like even now it's, it's so funny because I'll still, at 52 years old, I'll still jump into the mosh pit. But yeah. but nowadays I have to whoever's with me I'm like uh, uh okay here's my phone here's my there <laughs> you know I got to hand over right. all my stuff you know that you didn't have to yeah. worry about back then and then it blows my mind when I see people in the pit or crowd surfing and they're they're paying attention to their phone filming themselves doing that it's like dude you no should no way I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, it's like, dude, you should get hit upside the head while you're in the pit because you're not paying attention. That's my viewpoint. Sorry, but. (laughs) I mean, another thing, too, is, I mean, not to get, you know, sort of stay on this, you know, it's kind of negative. But another thing is, too, man, you know, I grew up seeing a lot of hardcore and punk rock shows. You know, if you dove off stage and you fell, like they picked you up and there was a community and camaraderie. And, you know, after that thing happened in France with the Eagles of Death Metal, I went and saw the Misfits before they reunited again with Danzig with uh, Jerry Only singing. And I remember saying, where are the exits in case some something goes down? Wow. And ne- never in my life, man, ever, out of the hundreds and hundreds of shows I've been to, uh, have ever had was like where are the exits in case something goes down i've never thought about that ever you know yeah it sucks nowadays you know it's just a different world man so you're right brother and you know i will give put some sunshine on that that i just last month i did a few punk festivals in california yeah 
And I was so excited to see real circle pits because, like, these people don't know how right. mosh nowadays. Like, they don't even know what it's about. It's not, it's not about being a big dude going into a pit and trying to take somebody out like you're a big shot. It's about, uh-huh. it's about healthy way to get out your aggression, picking people up, yeah. being a family, and just, you know, you're not out to hurt people. You're just having fun. Right, right. Well, I remember in New York, a lot of the shows, you know, you always had that jock rock like dude. Yeah. You know, sometimes they're sometimes they were skinheads, sometimes they weren't. But uh, you know, they be. You know, I was like a punk rock kid, and that's when I used to, you know, run or duck and be like, oh, I don't want to be the one getting you know punched in the head or whatever. But that kind of that's you know old hat. Those people always come around, you know, but. Like the Dead Kennedys say, you know, the song Nazi Punks, you know? Yep. Totally. <laughs> I'm with you. So. so, tell us uh, what else, uh, while I have you, what else is going to be going on for you guys in 2019? Well, uh, we're gearing up to do another record. Uh, Blacklist Union was on hiatus for a while, and then I had talked to Todd a little bit about doing some writing and uh, to write the next record, and... um. I have three songs that he gave me music for um, that I'm going to write, you know, and um, and then I'm going to write it with, uh, you know, our other guitar player, the rest of it. Um, you know, I was questioning whether he'd be continuing on with Blacklist Union for a while because after putting up Back to Momo, which is so great, you know, it's like had all these amazing reviews and it's this and it's that and you know, it's hard to tour, for us to tour, you know, not having, you know, big support behind us, like some sort of big label or whatever. So it was really discouraging. But, you know, after one of my best friends dying, um, it's like, man, you know what, dude? I live by the sword, die by the sword. Like, I'm a rock and roll soldier, man. I'm just going to keep trudging, dude, and put out great music. Because really, when it comes down to it, it's about the emails that I get sometimes when, we're about, when I'm about to throw in the towel. And it's like, thank you for your record. It saved my life. You know, I've gotten these emails where your music saved my life. You know what I mean? Like, so for those one or two or 10 or 20 people that have reached out to me, man, you know, I do it for them. You know, that's, you know, of course I want to be in the bus and be on tour with, you know, whoever, you know, something big where there's, 50,000 people a night, but when it really comes down to it, if I'm touching one or two people in a huge, profound way, at the end of the day, that's good enough for me. <laughs> that's such yeah. a that's such a punk attitude. I love it. I love it. I, I think a lot of people yeah. don't realize what punk rock is really all about, and uh, I, yeah. I think talking to you, they can now hear what it's about, and uh, it is about making a difference it is about having a voice for people that don't have a voice you know and so right definitely continue on brother punk rock saved my life dude you know like i was abused as a kid fucking the whole thing lived in the street you know what i mean and punk rock not only saved my life but taught me a lot about government and real life and even eating healthy man all kinds of stuff like that you know what i mean it's funny you mentioned that because uh you know what i found at this stage of life it's like 
the punk rockers that you would think would be like not healthy at this stage of life and all that are some of the healthiest people I've ever met. <laughs> right. And but, sober usually, you know. Yeah, it was like drinking. I remember I was interviewing Colin from GBH like two years ago. And I was yeah. like, holy shit, he looks good for his age. And boy, he's in shape. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. It's funny because one of the last times I was with Todd, you know, he, he, he had a band called Fireburn that he, they were touring with GBH. Nice. And um, I, was, I, I met up with Todd in San Francisco because I was visit, visiting my five-year-old daughter. And, um, you know, he's like, oh, come on down, you know, I'll, I'll put you on the list. And I ended up selling merch for them that night for Todd's band Fireburn, which was the singer Israel that did a record with um, the Bad Brains when HR left. Nice. But anyway... You know, I met I've met everyone, dude. I mean, I met Michael Jackson, David Lee Roth. Like, I, you know, you, I've met them all, and I've never cared. And when I when I was backstage with Todd, I was like, dude, you got to introduce me to Colin from GBH. And, and he's like, what? He's like, you're turning into fanboy. I'm like, dude, <laughs> that guy's the true. He's the true rock star of the '80s, Colin from GBH. You know, no doubt. And, uh, I met him, I met him, and, you know, I was so honored to meet him. I mean, like, GBH is one of my favorite bands ever, you know? And I was just, it was funny, man, because I, I turned into a total uh, fanboy. And, yeah, you're right, he looks amazing, you know what I mean, Colin? And I really, that night, I've seen GBH many times over the years, and that night I was like, holy Christ, and, like, these players are amazing. I never realized how great of players they are right you know until that night like robert plant calls him the led zeppelin of punk rock i know? love that that's great <laughs> yeah 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 i've so, been listening to gbh since before i was even allowed to meaning i was a long-haired yeah. met i was a long-haired metalhead and you weren't allowed like i was into gbh discharge circle jerks dead candies right, all those right. but we weren't allowed to we weren't allowed to go to their shows you know wasn't until DRI yeah. started the whole crossover scene that, you know, being a long hair. Yeah. I used to go, you'll dig this story. I had these friends uh, that were punks, and they took me to posers on Melrose to get my spikes. And yeah. I almost got my ass right. beat just for being a long hair. Oh, yeah. They were friends with the owners, and we walked in, and they came up to me, and they're like, uh, dude, we got to get out of here. I'm like, why? What's up? Yeah, no, they don't want you here, and they're going to kick the living shit out of you oh, unless we get you out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was telling my son the other day, I'm like, you know, all these people now, like, they got their nose pierced and punk rock haircuts with crazy colors. I was telling my son, I'm like, I used to get my ass beat because I had, you know, you know, red hair, blue hair, green hair and stuff. I'm like, it wasn't easy, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. One of my best friends in high school, he came to school with fire red mohawk and an earring that was connected yeah. from his nose to his ear. And the jocks yeah. ripped that shit out of his ear and his nose and ripped his hair out of his oh. head. And that was what it was back mm -hmm. then, just like you're saying, you know. It, it was bullshit. And now it's cool. That, now it, like. Yeah. It's like now, uh, it, even the jocks and the preppies have piercings and tattoos. It's like weird to me. It's like, what right? are they doing with that crap? <laughs> and, and some of the clothes too. 
Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, it's really disturbing to me that Hot Topic has become fashionable. <laughs> yeah. I, I was telling my son, too, I was like, dude, man, there was no piercing. I had to pierce my nose with a safety pin. I'm like, nice. we used to make our own clothes, you know? Yeah. There's no place to go. I had this girl. I got my ear pierced. It was, a girl took a potato and an earring and just took the earring and stuck yep. it through my ear, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. So yep, yeah, that's how it was, man. I, and I remember, like, I used to wear fish swivels and safety pins and stuff. Like, and like you said, yeah. that's what you used, you know? Yeah. Now, yeah. Nowadays, sure. people are paying big money to get their ears pierced. It's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> All right. It's good what you're doing. I'm glad you're offering free downloads of this uh, album. Uh, it's really cool. It's And it... It just shows what punk is all about, too, because you're showing what it's about by doing that. And uh, But, you know, Blacklist Union, you know, because we're from L.A., we get pigeonholed a lot of being, you know, this L.A. rock band. But our roots are in punk rock. And, you know, it's like Turbo Negro, the Ramones, you know, Backyard Babies, like that vibe, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, and although it's not conventional punk rock, I mean, the punk rock is all over it, you know, the influences. There's one song um, called Meet Me on Zen Street, which is, uh, I mean, that sounds like something that would come would have came off of Pleasant Dreams or Too Tough to Die, you know, like the Ramones record. Yeah, nice. Um, but we have, you know, there's another song, Wine Dine in 69, there's a total Motorhead song, you know, it's like, so... You know, it's definitely there, uh, but it's not the conventional, you know, like GBH, Circle Jerks, Dead Kennedys, you know, it's more like, a, like I said, a Turbo Negro vibe, you know? Yep, totally. And Turbo Negro started off totally punk rock, and then they kind of morphed into like rocker punk rock, you know? <laughs> like a lot, do. So, yeah. So how do people connect with you and how do, where, where do they have to go to download the album? Oh, you know, uh, just Google, you know, you can Google at this point, Blacklist Union, Back to Momo, free download. Um, but you can go to our website, you can go to our Facebook, you know, iTunes, CD Baby, we're, all, we're not hard to find. Nice. Any uh, final words for our listeners? You know, I don't know. Um, God bless Todd Youth, man. I tell you, I, I, I just, like I said, man, I'm still just stunned and shocked, like, you know, I, I can tell you this, though. The, the night I found out, I found out, you know, Saturday afternoon on, on the 27th of October. And that night I went to sleep, man. And uh, I had a dream, dude, where we were sitting in folding chairs, like 12-step kind of folding chairs. Where me and him went to many, many, you know, 12-step meetings together. And we were sitting in folding chairs, and I had a dream man. He was there, and he goes, and I said, Todd, why? And he goes, I just couldn't take it anymore. And I said, I forgive you. And um, we told each other we loved each other, man, and that was the dream. And, you know, that was definitely his soul reaching out to me. And, you know, I'm just, I'm a devastated friend of his and fan of his and, you know, brother of his, you know, and there's, I'm not the only one, you know, um, but you know, life is fast. Be good to each other, you know, take it a day at a time, you know, try not to be, 
try not to get fucked up or let too many things hurt you in this life. You know what I mean? It's a short life, man. Be good to each other, you know? Agreed. Agreed totally. And uh, my condolences to you and, uh, you know. Thank you, man. I'm glad that you're putting it out there, you know, because this is a good outlet uh, and we are one big family in the rock and roll community. For sure. Well, thanks a lot. I hope my listeners uh, get the album. Uh, They have till 12.01 a.m. on January 1st, 2000. Uh, and I, w- I would assume 2019 uh, right. to do it. Uh, and the uh, only reason is because I was, I was looking at something that said 2018. I'm like, nope, 2019. Uh, and I can't even believe it. 2019 is upon us. It's nuts. It just blows my freaking mind. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I didn't even right. think I would be here for 2019. I, when I yeah. was hanging out at the Sunset Strip, it was like, ah, it doesn't matter. The world's going to blow up in 1984 anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. And uh, so thanks for being with us, and thanks for making such great music. Thank you, man. Take care, huh? You got it. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man. On W4CY Radio. If you need capital for your business or investment, the Loan Whisperer team has your solutions. Loan Whisperer Group delivers asset-based capital solutions, cash flow-based capital solutions, and credit-based solutions through their investor and lender partners, providing small business loan solutions from $20,000 to $20 million. Call 844-249-3621 to discuss your situation and capital need. The team is here to help. Call 844-249-3621 today.